Hey there, hi there, ho there, kindness warriors. Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Kindness Warriors Podcast, a place where you and me and all of us get to come together for a short amount of time and just fizz each other up. We get to feel that little old sparkle of razzle-dazzle in our day. We might laugh, we might cry, we might think a little bit harder about something we haven't really thought hard about in a while. Heck, we might just spend a bit of time together decompressing. Whatever it is today, whatever you need, I hope you get it here. And if you don't, I hope you find it somewhere else because you know what? You damn well deserve it. Kindness Warriors, let's go. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there, Kindness Warriors. How the heck are you? I, uh, I'm pretty proud of myself. I'm keeping up with this whole like weekly podcasting thing. This is new. I know in, in all of the work that I've done for the last 20 years, whether it's campaign work, whether it's been leading teams, whatever, coaching. What do I always tell everybody? One of my favorite C words. It's consistency. Uh, kind of like a builder though, right? Builder's house is always finished. Ah, I'm, I'm trying my best to be consistent here. It's been a it's been a big last few months, we'll put it that way, but uh, deep breath out. It feels like this week is that, a deep breath out. Since coming back to California, it feels like everything's been a big kind of mishmash of sprint, like all out sprint, and then stop. And the stop and the sprint and the stop and the sprint, wow. Wow, does that give somebody a little bit of whiplash. Um, Emotionally, physically, all the things. But yay, hey, two weeks in a row. Maybe next week we'll make it three. Who knows? I'm not going to keep you guessing, but I'll keep me guessing too. (laughs) Because that is the way of it. Um, Last week, I shared a bit about Pete and about his lessons Uh, through life and the legacy that he left, and a letter from his F-stops, the former students of Pete. If you didn't hear that one, go on back and listen to that once this one's done. It was was one of the few that was really overwhelming from a feedback perspective from y'all. I did warn you to get some tissues, so if you're listening to it for the first time after this, get some tissues. There's probably going to be some crying involved. But this week, I thought we would talk about something a little bit different, a little bit more gritty. Um, And it's an idea that I keep hearing all the time. It's omnipresent in my life, in my algorithms, in my relationships, in my friendships, uh, in everything. And it is that simple idea that we have to go through it to get through it. And what is it? Well, it can be just about anything, but most of the time it's something a little bit shitty. (laughs) Uh, It has been a wild year for a lot of folks. Um, I actually did a poll on my Instagram and asked people to give me the title of their year so far if their year was going to be a book or a movie. And all of the titles, all of them to a T, have had something to do with starting over or being okay with change, or really leaning into flipping the script on unknowing and not being afraid of it, 
but seeing the potential for infinite opportunity in starting over, in unknown, in unknowing, in the power of unknowing, right? Whether that's at work, whether it's at home, there's huge power in all of that. Um, so I wanted to talk about going through it to get through it, because I'll be damned if that isn't the simplest thing to say and maybe the hardest thing to do. The first and foremost thing that I wanted to talk about, the first and foremost thing, listen to me. Oh, English, where have you gone? All my skills are out the window. I've been living in my head for a little while this morning. Uh, <laughs> I went on an extra long scoot. You are uh, currently spending time with somebody who has been on a 30 kilometer run slash walk. So um, I'll definitely be getting a lot more Gatorade in me after this. Bear with me. Uh, the first thing, though, that I wanted to lean into, uh, talking about going through it to get through it, is the idea of grit and grind, right? Um, if you're like me, you love to have a structure for things, to understanding things. And I love how we can look at things like grit and grind and hold them as kind of aspirational ways of living our lives at different times and knowing that they both can exist at the same time. The grind, that's the thing that you do day in and day out, right? It's, it's how we survive. We grind through, we get through our days. Even the easy days, there's an aspect of the grind. The grind is something that we do for other people. It's how we show up for others. It is the way in which we move through the world, either intentionally or not. <laughs> we might be snowballing down a hill, who knows? Whatever that is, the grit is the opposite almost of the grind. The grit is the thing that you build inside of you when you break, when you're learning something new, when you are stuck in one of those Brene Brown FFTs, right? The freaking first times where it's all mushy and uncomfortable and feels yuck and you just wanna throw your hands up in the air and go, nah. But instead you keep going, right? You get through it. That's the grit and the grind. So when we think about going through it and sitting in a moment of discomfort, and that moment might last a season, it might last a year, it might only last an hour before a big meeting or before you pitch a big project, whatever it is, the grit and the grind are things that can help you get through, right? You do have to get up in the morning. If you can, on the hardest days, it's hard to get up in the morning. On the hardest days, just being above ground is great, but that grind, that getting up, that moving, it's imperative because if we're not moving, we're not breaking down those muscles. We're not building the grit. We're not learning the lessons. The grit and the grind are ways in which we get through it. We get through it. One of the other things I was thinking about when it was, you know, how do you get through things? How do you not make this a flippant statement? You know, you got to get through it to go through it. Yeah, no, duh. We know that. We know that. But how? <laughs> how? Well, when you look beyond the grit and the grind, one thing that I always look to is the idea that everything's made up. All of the rules, all of the gestures, all of the, the nomenclature, the way that we're supposed to act, our manners, our deference to others, it's all made up. We are told all of the time to stay, to stay, to stay. And we stay in situations, we stay in jobs. 
We stay in places and homes and relationships and towns. We stay and we stay and we stay because we're told to stay. But I would say if we're going to get through stuff, we have to be okay with leaving. We have to be okay with leaving sometimes, right? Anything that hurts us. Anything that doesn't lift us and fill us and inspire us. Anything that doesn't add to our lives or the lives around us or our ability to be present, right? Anything that doesn't accept or affirm. We are allowed to leave all that in the, in the rear view. We can drop that and move forward. Uh, I, a friend of mine sent a meme today online that said, our brains are carrying so much and we have no pockets. I feel like the getting through things is realizing we have no pockets to hold anything. We only have so much space and time and emotion and mental capacity and love. So leave, learning to leave things that don't feed you. While it's not easy, let me tell you, it is not easy. In fact, it's hard. The it, the shit, the hard stuff, that comes with the leaving, but so too does the getting through it. When you realize the things that you left make space for the things that will lift, right? The things that you left will always make space for the things that you lift and that lift you in the future. And as we know, if we leave, if there's a leaving, there is usually always gonna be an arrival as well. And whether that arrival is back to yourself or to a new version of yourself, whether that arrival is to a hometown or to a new job, whether that arrival is into warm arms or to an empty room, into a place that you might be alone but not lonely, whatever that is, the more leaving, the more unknown, the more arriving you get to do and the more staying as you go. Getting through it is all the things all at once, right? The thing about arrivals that I love is that it also, if we talk about Brene Brown's freaking first times again, right? When we have these arrivals and these new starts, the great way to look at them is in the same almost framework as the FFTs, right? We can name it. We can frame it. We can normalize the experience and we can set expectations for how we feel and where we're going. We can set time expectations. We can set uh, productivity expectations. We can set expectations on our creativity and our output and our rest. I love this. So we've got our grit and our grind. We've got our leaving and our arriving. And then we have another cliche that I always, always, always have subscribed to. Wow, that was a hard word for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> that I always have subscribed to. And that is that give things time. This too shall pass, right? Everything is temporary. The past doesn't exist. The future doesn't exist. Every hard moment of your life, if you are listening to this right now, you have survived. Maybe you had speed wobbles. Maybe you broke into a million pieces. Maybe all those pieces are still on the floor, or maybe you're just putting them back together. And like the Japanese do when they break um, mugs and pottery and all that, and they put everything back together and have lines of, of gold filament in between the pieces. That's what we are. 
right? Man, I sound like quite a heavy, but it's true. This too shall pass. So many of us get lost in our heads, in anxiety, in planning for a future that isn't here. We worry about things that might or might not happen. We set expectations. And when we don't hit those expectations, which I will remind you, are made up because everything is made up, we really fret. We go hard on ourselves. We go internal, we get sad or we get mad. We feel disappointed. But really the freedom in arrivals and in having that framework of, of naming, framing, normalizing, and setting expectations is you are allowed to be present in the moment that you're going through. And you are allowed to see glimmers. You're allowed to see these glimmers of hope and of a, you know, a helpfulness of nature. When nature makes its way through, you're able to see glimmers of who you'd like to be, of the goodness of who you are in a moment, of knowing you've been in situations before that you've made it through and little glimmers of knowing and growing and unlearning and coming back to who you are are all you need in a day. Little glimmers. We don't need to be wowed by mother nature or by ideas and creativity all of the time. Sometimes if you're by the ocean, it's the breaking of a wave. If you're out walking in the desert, like I was this morning, it's seeing a rattlesnake just slither its way across the trail and be like, hey buddy, we're friends. I'm not gonna hurt you because you're pretty magical and you could hurt me. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm still a little scared of all the critters. I'll, I'm gonna tell y'all since coming back from New Zealand, there are more critters than I remember there being when I was growing up, but I think I'm just getting used to them. But it's glimmers, right? Glimmers of critters. How's that? There's a, there's a line for you. Um, but I've been thinking about that a lot. Uh, my daughter and I speak often most days about the big lonely. It is hard leaving all you've ever known, especially for someone as brave as my kid. She's 17 and a half and she's left her friends and her family and her country and all of these things. But what she's gained and what she's gaining, I know will be worth it. She knows it'll be worth it. But while we are going through it, while we are getting through it together, we remind ourselves and each other of glimmers. We laugh a lot. We poke fun at each other. We say, I love you. We uh, put our feet in the sand. We swim in the pool, even though the pool is literally as cold as ice right now. Anything we can to remind ourselves that we are alive and we are lucky to be loved and healthy and to have full bellies, roofs over our heads and security and family, right? We, we are so lucky and those are the glimmers. I think another part of getting through things, and I've had to learn this the hard way in the last probably month, is rest, right? We do the grit, we do the grind, we got all of that. We're in motion, we're leaving, we're arriving, we're doing all of the things. We're trying to like, you know, do our work, take care of other people, go to therapy, all the things. What we tend to forget is rest. Um, a few weeks ago, I spent, I think, seven or eight days in Nashville, uh, and I always stay with my best friend from college, Brenda. And her house has become, over the last, gosh, three or four years, um, a safe haven for me. It's a place where I can go and turn off my phone, 
I can turn off my computer. I can turn off the world and I can just be. I can cry. I can heal. We can be silly. We can stay up all night. We can go to bed at 7 p.m. We do what we want. But the thing about Brenda's and Nashville and all of the things was a few weeks ago, I was going through a time. I was having some big anxiety. I was having a big letdown. I was questioning my confidence. We all go through this, right? I went through it. And a new really fun thing that started to happen is I started to really, you know, think, hey, I'm getting to know what panic attacks are. And what I realized I hadn't done for years is rest. So there at Brenda's house, when I didn't have any work or meetings or time in the studio, I went home and I rested. I napped more in that week than I have napped as an adult since my child was born. And probably even before that. And I came out of that week with a newfound love and appreciation for the power, not just of sleep, not just of resting my exhausted body, but of resting my mind, of resting my soul, and of being super present with myself and with the people I was in the room with. It was just a beautiful, beautiful reminder to be kind. And kindness sometimes when you're going through hard shit, it just looks a lot like resting. Now, if you know me, you know my uh, nickname since I was a kid has been Wigglebutt. I do not sit well. I do not sit well. I love to be in motion. Like my meditation is in motion. Uh, when I do my work, I walk as much as I can. I'll go out and I'll take all of my calls and my meetings in the morning and I'll walk and I'll walk. The more meetings I have, the more walking I do. I love it. It's fantastic. But the resting, it's necessary. Hey, rest is best, huh? I think the last thing, which goes completely <laughs> almost opposite to what I've just said about getting through it, right? We've got the grit and the grind. We've got the leaving and the arriving. We've got the knowing that this too shall pass. We've got our glimmers of hope and we've got our allowing ourselves to rest. But what comes off the back of that is forward momentum. And I'm not saying get up and run. I'm not saying sprint as far as you can sprint as fast as you can. I'm not saying go after things that, that you think you have to go after, but I'm saying put one foot in front of the other. Remember your humanity. Remember the kind, to be kind to yourself as you move forward. Forward motion can be one tiny step. Forward motion could be a mile. Forward motion could be sending an email or two or asking a friend to keep their eyes open for you if there are any projects going. Forward motion can be getting out of bed or saying you're sorry or making amends. Forward motion looks like a whole lot of things to different people. Every single one of us is individual and every damn thing in this world, you know what I'm gonna say, don't you? It's made up, it's made up. So you get to make up what forward motion looks like for you. Right now for me, Forward motion is reminding myself that my job for the next six months is to be a mom, is to support my girl, is to be here with my mom and dad, to delight in my brother and his wife and their four kids, to, to be around friends, to do work that is full of heart and purpose. That is forward motion for me right now. It feels a little bit like if this was Cassie last year, I'll be honest, 
it feels like something I would call slowing down or stopping. I have had to wrestle with uh, my ego a lot since moving back to California. Uh, It would be a lie if I said it has not uh, hit me every once in a while that I, I did leave my network behind and I did leave a lot of who I thought I was that was wrapped up in my work and my titles back in, in New Zealand, Australia, Australasia. But the truth of it is, three months deep now, I'm finding that I feel most important when my 17-year-old wants to hold my hand still. When mom wants to ask me what we should have for dinner. When dad wants to go polar bear swimming in the pool or shoot a basketball. I'm finding that the most important things aren't things at all. And the best things about me aren't the sexy titles. They're not the awards. They're not how I look, how I dress, the rooms I'm in, the people I know. It's just me being a big old nerd or a deep poet, all of the things, all of the time. So for everybody who's going through it right now, going through hard stuff, going through big stuff, going with change, you got to go through it to get through it. You got to go through it to get through it. You don't have to do it alone. Reach out to your friends, reach out to your phone now. If you're struggling, get help. Get help, heal. There's nothing stronger than knowing you need a little bit of help and asking for it. It is so hard to ask, but find one person. Let them help you. You're going to get through this. You've made it through every hard day before. I've got faith in you. When you've got faith in yourself too, oh, let me tell you. Stars align. So to everyone going through it or who's been through it or who's getting through it, Lord alive, I see you. And uh, I'm glad that we're on this ride together. Stay curious, be kind, and be as brave as you need to be today. Kindness warriors. I might see you back here next week. Yee-hoo. Having lived a perfect life Perfect is the last thing I want to be I'd rather wear the scars Of broken truths and broken hearts Than sitting around wondering about whether